Welcome to Inside Texas Football, powered by InsideTexas.com. Uh, before we start, you know the drill. Please like and subscribe to the channel uh, to help us grow. Uh, this is Drew Kelson. I'm here today with Ian. Now, uh, yeah, we're just going to go just through some bird's eye view of uh, the Washington matchup. Uh, Ian, how are you today? Doing good. I uh, I've been taking each of my kids out in turn to do Christmas shopping for the other kids. Wow. You have any kids yet? Yeah. Yeah. Eight how many and five. Eight and five. Okay, great. I have like eight, six four not yet zero oh man so you're like okay so i took the i took the girl out to get presents for her brothers today and then okay. uh, of course with all of them like you get to the end and they're like what about what about me don't i get something and it's like yeah i've been over this before you're all about to get a mega haul right this is today's not about you it's just I'm glad that you're teaching. I've, I mean, I've not taken my girls to to get anything for the, for each other. Uh, we we may talk about what we're getting for other people, but yeah, we probably need to teach them how to love each other. That they, they they have a love hate relationship. So yeah, this is my wife's idea. I'm just uh, <laughs> she's out of commission, pregnant. So I'm I gotta I gotta carry forward the vision. Well. I <laughs> Well, fun stuff, man. I, I know today's been a crazy day, but we're gonna we're gonna get into this matchup. We're gonna get into this matchup. Um, the funny thing when I was thinking about having this chance to catch up with you was the national media's perspective and the takes right now are just like they're all the softballs, right? I mean, what what do you what, tell tell us tell us some of the takes that you're hearing that you just if, if you could scream off the top of a mountain and just Tell everyone to pause. Which one would you throw out there? Well, I got some some good news and some bad news for you. The good news is if you hit me with some of them, there's a chance that I haven't heard them yet. Because I don't know that I've heard a lot of takes about this game. Um, I don't. I don't even have a lot of good national media like go tos. Good for like, you. I'll read like Twitter. You know. Good for you. And. Uh, I haven't seen even very many people talking about this game. I don't actually even know what the, what the like consensus view of this game is. I know that the well, line. Let, well, let me, let, let me bring you up to speed then. Let me bring you up. Yeah. To yeah, speed. yeah. Hit me. Hit me so, so, so with, with right now, um, t Texas, this is the matchup that, that Washington would have dreamed of. Um, oh. Texas's past defense is, is vulnerable um, and can be had. And this is an elite Washington Huskies offense, uh, elite quarterback play, elite receivers. Uh, they'll all be healthy. They'll all be motivated because they're coming into this game as an underdog. And it's 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 likely going to be a shootout. But I, I can't just cannot see uh, the Texas pass defense stopping Michael Penix. Mm. Drew. Were you guys were you guys underdogs against Michigan and USC in the Rose Bowl? I definitely know we were against USC. Did that? How much of a difference did that make for y'all? They're like, oh, they they got us down six against USC, or was it just like that? Did that really matter? Uh, it, it, we didn't care about the line so much because we we wanted to win. I mean, it wasn't about yeah. covering the spread; it was they about winning. Two, 
But yeah, we we I mean, I remember the ESPN. We were, I remember being in the locker room and seeing yeah, the Notre different. Dame '85 team. Like they're comparing yeah. this team to, and we're like, that's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just you know, I don't know. It, it it's it, yeah. So I, I, I get it. It's it's funny to me that they just I I can't imagine that Washington is drawing that much motivation from being like a field goal underdog to Texas. Like they got their guys at the Heisman ceremony. Mm-hmm. Where, where's Texas at the Heisman ceremony? You know? Yeah. They they got Roma Dunze is like getting like first round draft pick. They're undefeated. I just, I can't imagine that that's actually how they're seeing this game. I, I know that's not how their coaching, their coaching staff is not like, Oh, we're going to show their, their coaching staff is like, how are we going to block sweat? How are we going to block Byron Murphy? How are we going to block yeah. the Anthony Hill inside blitz? So I, I, I don't, I don't doubt that in the least bit when it comes to their coaching staff. Um, I, I think the, but the way the game, I mean, I've looked at various reviews and also when I started to see a trend, I was like, let me just continue to dig, go down this road, Texas, Washington preview. And there's just, there's plenty of opinions out there and everybody's kind of saying the same, some of the same things. Mm. Um, it, it's, it, 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 it is interesting. That's gotta be a little bit of like a, like if you're like a big network commentator, you're probably like, what's the angle I can use to sell this game? Mm. Like, if you're, like you're like, yeah. you're like in fight promotion mode. You know, you know, what's funny. Mac, Mac used to talk to us about that. Mac would say, Hey, don't listen to the media, you know, because they tell, they, they tell you before it, you know, you pick this team and you pick that team and we want you to argue about it. So Mac used to always tell us, don't listen to the media because they're just, they don't, they don't, they do it for ratings. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's funny how this conversation, um, cause right now I don't have any football to watch, not any football that I care to watch. So it's, it's just, I'm just listening to any content, anything I can find on Texas and then Washington. Hmm. And now I'm kind of tapped out on the, some of the themes here. Cause some people just don't know the teams. They don't know the teams. They don't know the players. They don't know the X's and O's. Uh, but, but you do. Let's, um, let's, can we circle back to, um, so that you said that they're saying Washington's pass defense is terrifying or not their, their pass offense. Yes. To me, that is a no brainer truth. Like I, I, I tweeted like a week ago, I was like, I, I really don't know if I want Texas to draw Washington in the first round. Cause it's just like, you're just getting Mike Tyson, like just the knockout power of the passing game is maybe somebody yeah. else can deal with that. Um, yeah. I don't know if the rest of their team is really, I, I know, actually I do know the rest of their team is not quite that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but that passing game is scary. The idea that Texas's pass defense is bad or vulnerable. I don't, I don't know if that's going to bear out. I don't know if that's going to age very well. What do you, what do you think there? I'll say this, and it really depends on how we go about our game plan on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Are we going to control the clock? Can we control the clock? Uh, Do we have long drives? Do we sustain long drives? Because I do think this, the one thing that does scare me about Washington is, you know, it's going to be a four quarter game. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you can be down, you can be up 10 points uh, with, you know, five minutes left and you haven't won the game yet against Washington. I just, I feel like it'd be different against the other two teams in the college football playoff. And with Washington, you know, you have to play it all the way through. So I think in general, our defense is going to be fine against the pass, but it's at the end of the half, at the end of both halves, uh, if there's a sense of urgency there, how do we respond? Because uh, I just can't imagine if Washington has the ball with five minutes left in either half like, or at the, at the end of each period that they can really, if they turn it on with, at those moments, um, is that when they can take advantage of us? Because it seems like when teams get in those hurry-up situations, they can, they can start moving the ball a bit more. So do you think, do you think Sirk has a preference? Do you think he'd rather go in there and be like, I'm going to scheme up the run and we're going to have a gazillion like ball control scripted plays to run in this game so we can just sit on the ball? Or do you think he's going to go in there like uh, maybe more like Alabama or Oklahoma state and be like, you do, you do you Washington Quinn Ewers is going to throw the ball 40 times and we're going to score a crap ton of points and let's just go. So I, I think against Washington, he, he, he has to do some ball control. Um, I mean, I don't care if you think we can score 70 on them. If you can control the ball on the ground and keep them off the field, you just have to, uh, at least for a few drives. I'm not saying that's your game plan, but I'm saying, uh, you know, if you get second quarter, when you get the ball in the second quarter, if you can eat some clock up um, and keep them off the field, I really think that just gets them out of rhythm. And I, I think the second quarter is always a key time to do that. Um, so I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see him scheming to do that, but I can see after a fast start first quarter, ball control second quarter, and then kind of take things from there, just depending on how the offense is played. Yeah. Or what you need from there. Yeah. 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 One of the, um, the key factors, I think, uh, I want your opinion on this. If you've seen anything different, uh, cause I, I mean, if, if we actually, it really goes to the red zone or the red area, as Sark calls it. If you think back on the season and how many opportunities that we missed in the red area, and then we kind of kind of go through this period where we just could not get in the end zone. Yet, you know, we still won these games. We still, you know, you know, missed opportunities against OU, but kind of what well, we finished the season finishing strong. Um, I feel like we were scoring more touchdowns. I mean, we were scoring at a much higher clip. Seemed like we got more efficient. Seems like we were just we had more options. Um, that's not ignoring. We went through two games with Malik Murphy and the UNC of H. So that's 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 taken into account everything. Um, but what have you seen? Or that's kind of been my my biggest thought here is we've seen like we've always been able to remove the ball this season on offense, but we've looked like different teams at different times in the red area. Um, is that something you think we fixed? Is that a concern for you going into this game? Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on on that part of it? You know, it, even though we're moving the ball, you know, do you think we've turned that corner? It's hard to tell, honestly. Like going into Oklahoma State, I felt like it was still kind of un, undetermined. Like against um, – Against Texas Tech, they scored from outside the red area a lot. Um, against Iowa State, they had scripted up some plays to where they once they crossed like the 40 
got near the 30. They had some plays drawn up that they hit to score before they got down into the congested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like, well, that, I mean, that's what they should do. That makes a lot of sense. But if they did get tackled at the two, what happens if they do get tackled at the 10 um, and then Oklahoma state, they just killed it. They had, yeah, they had a lot more drawn up. Um, like, you know, specific plays designed, like to get the primary open, like, and they uh, had, and you can tell with, with certain teams, you can tell they were confident. Uh, they if they didn't have a first down play, if the first down play didn't work, they knew they had a second down play. Like it was, everyone kind of went out there ready to. They were dialed into what, what the game plan was down in the red area. Yeah, and they were. There wasn't a lot of like, right? You know, well, yeah. so, What do we do? Yeah. Give us the play. Or the coaches like scribbling through there. You know, um, yeah. so you figure that they could match that with a month to prepare. You figure they'll have a lot in the bag, but uh, man, I I still don't I still don't totally know. Um, I it did look promising when they gave Baxter the ball on that one counter play. Yeah, and Kelvin Banks nearly took a life, and Baxter was running through tackles. Yeah, that that is not something that has happened uh, at the rest of the year. No, like God bless no. Brooks and everything he did for Texas this year. But that's not really his game. No. And it's been – Baxter's been very inconsistent about that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a game changer. We only saw that in the last game of the season. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, less, I'm less worried about that. That's not like – that's like gone down the list of concerns quite a bit, I would say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, that, that, that's the other factor here is with – 30 days, you know, you have all this time to prepare. You got to assume everybody's healthy. Um, I mean, I, I think the stage is different. I feel like when we were going through this process, um, I mean, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of injuries. So I guess, I, and, and maybe the stakes just didn't feel as big. I felt like it was big to us, but I just, maybe because I'm on the outside looking in now, it just feels like the world is watching uh, yeah. this, 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 this build up to this 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 game, um, but um, and maybe because it's the last one. I don't know because it's the fourteen playoff before we go to twelve. Uh, there's some different storylines here, but yeah, just I, I wonder it, you know, that thirty game. Like, what do you think we could see different after thirty days? What do you what do you think could shock you? What, what do you think Sark could cook up that we we haven't seen yet? We're just going to be who we've been. Uh. Good question. It makes such a big difference. I I was writing about the 2014 playoffs the other day, and I was remembering that in the lead up to the game, Florida State started to get freshman Dalvin Cook way more integrated. And so they came out on Oregon, and they were just blasting them with Dalvin Cook. And it was kind of back and forth, but he was a freshman, and then he fumbled two drives in a row, and everything went to hell. so there is like you can you can make substantial tweaks really. I if anything I would say it'd be like the twenty one stuff where they have Sanders and Blue and Baxter on the and field Baxter. at the same time or yeah. Keelan or whatever. They've like dabbled in that and they've used it more and more down the stretch because they know that you know 
Blue is earning it, and uh, and they know Keelan is dangerous. So um, it gives so many options, good. man. You can do. I mean, yeah. you can do the RPOs out of that. You still have to be disciplined with your linebackers out of that because there's so much misdirection. It's just that that's that's a tough set, especially you haven't seen a lot of it on film. So they've been rolling it out lately, and you're right. I so I would think that I mean they could really expand that, um, and then. I mean, defensively, like me and Paul have talked about this a little bit. We're kind of hoping that they draw up a dime package for Washington huh. that, they, that they haven't used all year. Um, I don't know exactly what it would look like. They have there's a number of ways they could do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, yeah. I bet you remember like LSU. LSU gets to the playoffs, and uh, I don't remember. Who they play in round one? Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah. had nothing. Oklahoma just got run out of right, the right, right, right. But Clemson had this whole like three one seven package that they'd never shown. Mm-hmm. That they'd obviously been working on for a month because they knew they weren't going to play Oklahoma. Right. And uh, and uh, it 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 like shook Burrow and the Tigers for like a quarter and a half or something. And, they and then there was. Then they figured it out because that was like the greatest college football team I've ever seen. But yeah, I mean, you saw Justin Jefferson. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you see these guys. You're just like, man. Um, yeah. So, so this is what I think about that. When I think about the dime package or drawing up a dime package, I, I, I feel like Sark. This team has, has said they've leaned on you know continuity and coaching continuity so much, and the players kind of know the defense in and out. Um, I'm not sure how flexible or mature they are to even over 30 days to adapt to a different defense. However, if it was schemed in a way uh, where it, it, you, you, you plan to press, you plan to be aggressive, uh, not to sit back, but you plan to be a little bit more aggressive and disrupt routes off the line, but giving your, your D line a, a chance to get after it. If they felt strongly about if we can just give our D line a chance to get after them, Play a tighter coverage, maybe with a dime package, um, and 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 just give our give our D line a chance to, to get after them, disrupt Penix, um, but throw off the timing of the routes. Because I think I think that's probably the key thing with this team. If you're going to play them, and you're just going to play them, if you're going to position yourself to to match up with them from a defensive standpoint, disrupting timing and making Penix uncomfortable is how you have to do that. Um, I'd like to think we have enough guys who uh, could play or, or kind of kind of work into a package like that uh, with, with the maturity of, I mean, especially if we can get Ryan Watts back. I mean, there's some things that we can do here, right? Yeah. So He's but, but that's kind of where I, we, I'd want to take advantage of that is if we were going to actually press a bit more or disrupt routes a bit more and, and tee up some, some packages for some bit blitz packages to, to throw off some time in there. Yeah. Just from the, um, out the gate, like first impressions of Washington and watching watching them against Oregon, it seemed like an obvious thing is just uh, their center is tiny. He's like two eighty, maybe. Really? And against Oregon, Oregon tried to attack him and like blitz inside all day in the Pac twelve championship game, and uh, Washington had their running back picking it up. And he did a really good job, but if I'm Texas. And I'm Pete Kwiatkowski. I'm probably thinking 
Anthony Hill and Jalen Ford on a gap blitzes all night long. And let's see if their running back can, uh, and then we're going to play two back the whole game too. Mm. So it's either you're going to have to run the ball with your running back on our D line, or when you pass, we're going to bring pressure. And now your running back has got to uh, block Anthony Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Or Ford. And just see if they're really up for that. And if you can just, because the quickest way to blow up a passing game like that is, you know, a linebacker in the quarterback's face. Yeah. On the yeah. So, uh, and you can't, and you know you can get it because they have to help their center with Sweat, Collins, Murphy, whoever. Um, this is a, this is pretty in depth analysis, but I, I, w- I was thinking that pretty early. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you plan for this offense? You could like go dime, or you could just like really attack it, like you're saying, and just do look for where it's easy to disrupt the timing of the. Phoenix in the passing game. Yep. And I know we've spent some time, I guess, naturally. It's kind of I've shied away from it. I, I hate that I've we've gone down this road, but we've talked about their offense versus Texas's defense a bit more than we have anything else. Um, uh, what are you? What have you seen? I, I've so when and, and when I've gone back and watched Washington this year. I haven't really dialed into their games have been, I feel like they, their defense has been a bit like ours, not in the same sense of just ours has been dominant, but their defense kind of plays in the flow of where the offense is. Uh, and that's why they can be in closer matchups against certain teams. Uh, just cause they're, t- they're, they're just, if their offense is going, their defense can relax a little bit more, but when their defense needed some stops this year, their defense can turn it on. Um, how, how do we keep our offense out of that cat and mouse game with them? Because, I mean, just what have you seen uh, to, to allow us to take advantage of that, kind of put them on their heels? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, it's funny, like the main story of the game, Eric, I think Eric has talked about this a little bit because it annoys him. The main story of the game has been like uh, from the national media has been uh, – how does Texas cover these receivers in Phoenix, right? And the other side of that coin is maybe a worse matchup. Like, I don't know if they can run with Mitchell and Worthy and Sanders. Uh, that looks like real trouble for the Washington defense. Um, and I don't know if they've really um, – like USC is probably the closest they've come to the yeah. firepower that Texas brought on the field. And I think that game was like a shootout, right? Yep. Well, it was two 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 defenses just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I mean I it might be hard for Sark to play the ball control game because he's going to see a lot of target. He's going to see a he's going to see a target rich environment on the back end of that defense. I'm not yeah. saying they're bad. I'm just saying it's hard. It's hard to avoid. Like Sark Sark wants to take. He's like I'm going to take what they give me. Yeah, um, I'm going to take what they give me. I think about that last drive against Alabama. A second, it's third and long. Or who runs against Bama in third and long? Sark had the discipline to take what they were giving him. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I, 
you're right. If, if they're going to leave it open, why would you shy away from that? That's not who Sark is. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. So, uh, so yeah, there's a lot. Shootout. Yeah. No, no ball control in this one. Um, you figure they'll have to some, like you said, because you want to try to disrupt the rhythm of uh, the Huskies. But if it looks bad early on defense, like Sark's just going to, he's just going to air it out. He's just going to go for it. Yeah. And he may do that anyway, <laughs> because, because he can, and he loves yeah. to. Good stuff, man. It's so early right now uh, as far as how many weeks we have left to, to, to go through this and, and just you know, kind of think about this game. So we'll be diving deeper over the next couple of weeks. I know, Ian, I uh, have fun today. I just want to remind everybody. Uh, well, first of all, Ian, you have any other thoughts before we, we, we wrap here? Just uh, I just know we have a lot, a lot more to dig into. Um, I thought you were going to ask me about Arch Manning. Oh, oh, oh. Backup quarterback. Sorry, yeah. we don't. I didn't know we talk about backup quarterbacks anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not. I don't. I'm not too worried about the Arch Manning thing. Like, I mean, if Quinn Ewers goes down, Texas's chances decrease. As do every other teams if they lose Period. their starting quarterback. I think Texas is in fine shape there. Deal with that as it comes. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a real you know, sport. you know, Ian. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get morbid here, but you know, we've had we've had big games. We've had quarterbacks get knocked out before, so we gotta, yes. you know, we gotta like our backup plan. But we've also had backups come in and ball out. So, you know, so you know, we, we've had good luck on on the backup side of things. Yeah, they they've been in worse shape than this. I can yeah say that. Yep. Well, good stuff, man. Man. Um, Enjoyed it, Ian. Um, everyone, please remember to like and subscribe. Um, this, this was fun. Ian, we got to do it again soon. You bet.